0: Welcome to the Bounty Zero X podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Adam, founder and CEO of Bounty Zero X. Bounty Zero X is a decentralized bounty hunting network powered by the BNTY token. So today is May 13th, 2018. And my guest on the show today is Andy Ann of Noise Chain. Andy is the founder and CEO of NDN Group, a digital conglomerate heavily invested in digital projects ranging from mobile advertising networks to artificial intelligence. He is also a serial entrepreneur and an angel investor, having founded and funded over 20 pioneering companies. Andy is well known in the business startup community for discovering and mentoring high potential entrepreneurs. And has been actively involved in multiple local and Silicon Valley incubators, including Google Eye and the Entrepreneurs Organization. Andy, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Angelo. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. So tell us a little about a little bit about uh, Noise Chain. What is the project about?
1: All right. So, what we have uh, come together as a team is that we've figured out that in the past 22, 23 years, Many of these advertising banners, is not clicked by either you or me <laughs> or many of the audiences. So uh, many of these uh, banner ads are actually clicked by click forms and bots. And being in the industry for the past over more than a decade, uh, it's kind of frustrate, frustrated to see that there's a you know, huge fraud happening in our industry, but no one is trying to fix it. And with the boom of blockchain technology and AI, together with my with my team and my partners, we all come together and say, well, maybe it's time to fix this issue and help our advertisers or help the users to increase the engagement. So what we have done is actually embedded a cognitive app in all these banners, allowing users to interact with the brand directly through an AI chatbot. So, I'll just give you an example is that if it is a hotel advertising banner, instead of just having click or what we call in our industry, it's CPM or CPA, uh, cost per click or cost per milli. And that cognitive ad allows us to interact and say, you can basically type in on the banner ad, say, I would like to book your hotel from 24 to 26. And the AI bot will reply and say, Sure, we have deluxe room or standard rooms. Which room would you like? And then you can click in or type in deluxe room, and it says maybe it's $400 per night. Would you want to confirm? Once you click confirm, the AI bot will actually keep on asking you different questions regarding your first name, last name, mobile, email address. But as a user, you can control whether you want to give it out or not. But if you, as a user, that you are releasing your data, you will be rewarded. By our token for each of these intent and conversations. So we'll hash the entire conversation into a blockchain. And by using AI, we'll be able to identify using natural language processing, NLP, to identify what, say, if you say, I would like to book versus someone would say, I would like to search about, we'll give you different levels of engagement ranking and reward you with different tokens, different amount of tokens. And as a user, by receiving this token in, to, in your wallet, your mobile wallet, you'll be able to keep it. You can exchange it or you can go and redeem it from the hotel for a voucher or for a discount coupon. So this helps the entire media network that advertisers will be able to get closer to the uh, users by understanding what are they actually talking about uh, for publishers, we can avoid spam bots or click farms coming in with massive traffic that you have no idea who they are. And for user, we can also have a secure of security of uh, the data protection. So this is how we put together the advertiser, publishers and users. This is also how we uh, come along with uh, the entire token economics. And once you redeem the token through the advertiser, the token actually go the token doesn't go back to the advertiser, the token goes to a charity foundation. So by doing that, we are actually converting the fraud dollars into a social impact fund. Because as an advertiser, they already paid for the advertisement. And they don't ha- we don't have to give them back the token. So that's why we can actually donate the token into a charity foundation. So that's about noise. Great.
0: So, how did you come up with the name Nikola for the chatbot? What does that stand for?
1: Oh, Nikola Tesla. It's a, <laughs> a, a you know a common from few of our partners. You know, we just like you know Nikola Tesla, and he has been inventing a lot of innovation. And we just thought that the chatbot we have the name you know give it a good name. So we just all come and agreed it and of saying. Noise as a chatbot, which is, you know, give a name that is more intelligent. I like that. <laughs> yes.
0: And so are there any other products out there right now that have chatbots, the equivalent of a chatbot for advertising in the advertising space?
1: Ourselves, we are working on our prototype. We we have seen a lot of ad exchange out there solving the ad, uh, ad problems, uh, ad fraud problems. We have seen supply and demand side of it. Exchange networks. But then, uh, when it comes to noise, we are more focused on the user engagement side. Our philosophy, the basic principle behind is that we believe that no one would click on banner ads unless it is related to them. Secondly, is everything has to be incentivized. Uh, you have to give the users an incentive in order, you know, to drive engagement. And thirdly, it's user base, user focus rather than advertiser and publishers focus. So based on our principle, we would like to redefine the advertising digital medium in the past many years. And most of the time we only talk, talk about bombarding advertising, right? From advertisers and uh, it's keep on, especially nowadays, if you see all these programmatic even myself, you know, I say I click on a hotel banner ad, you know, I've been there, you know, after three months it still keeps on showing me. Those are what we call wastage. And what you can do on noise is actually you can also type into the banner and say, Oh, I have seen your ad. You you don't have to show it to me again. And by doing that action, the publisher can also give you a token. Because publisher also wants to free up inventory and so a you more advertising, and by having that token, you can go back to the publisher and subscribe different content. I haven't seen any cognitive ad networks with um, AI and blockchain in combination so far, but I do believe that this is a huge market that we look forward to see different players coming in where we can do have different kinds of collaboration and you know the the ad. Ad market is huge. Uh, the fraud itself is $31 billion just in U.S. alone. So yeah, we're uh, very excited about it.
0: Yeah. The advertisers waste approximately $16.4 in 2017 as a result of ad fraud traffic.
1: Mm-hmm. When
0: you say ad fraud traffic, so that's like bots. So if there's a bot... And uh, it just clicks on a bunch of uh, banner ads so that it increases the the click rate. So it makes advertisers pay for advertisements, which are listed on publishers' websites, even though no one is actually seeing them except a bot. And the bot is... So they're paying for bots. Is that, is that what you mean when you say uh, spam traffic?
1: Exactly. So... Now advertisers are increasingly spending advertising budget, but the conversion rate is getting lower and lower. Uh, if you go back five, six years ago, what uh, conversion rate would be probably about 0.8 to 1%. Now it's like 0.06%. So the problem is that advertisers are frustrated about all these spam bots and all click farms. It's basically a bot coming through and just clicking automatically, clicking on different display ads or uh, banner ads. So, what we intend to bring in is actually we we want to drive it's prove that it is a real engagement, and by having conversation, it is not only by clicks. So it increases the difficulty of the bots to just fraud the advertising dollar. We are introducing a cost per intent. So as an advertiser, when it engage with a user, we can go by intent. So each intent means each conversation. So the more intent it goes through, the more it is in real conversation rather than just a click. Now, if you want to fraud us, then you have to build a bot uh, filled with different kinds of conversation and go through our algorithm in order to crack our model. So that increased the level of difficulty. So the fraud would eventually be able to eliminate when the advertiser wants to engage with their customers. And of course, there will be incentives as well for the users.
0: And do you think that you could that advertisers would be willing to pay a higher price for these types of ads versus, let's just call them regular ads or the, the standard ads that are currently being shown on most uh, websites? We are already premium.
1: Yeah, we are already engaged with several big players and uh, agencies as well as our clients, and they are really excited about the product because many of them are really frustrated about what's going on in the market right now. And if we can provide them a better engagement, they are willing to pay a premium because by having understanding the customers and the desires or the needs of the user, I think that's the number one thing that. Most of the advertisers nowadays are looking at and they are becoming more mature rather than just looking at clicks, you know, or CPM or CPAs, you know, they are looking at what is the conversation actually I'm engaging. Many of the traffic, it's very disappointing. Although we see the entire digital advertising market is growing, the engagement and interaction is really disappointing for many of the different platforms that we see out there and definitely a premium that's something that the advertisers are willing to pay as long as we can provide them the right data, the right engagement to this to a specific audience.
0: Yeah, I would think that they would be willing to pay a premium if it's a more reliable and if there's also a better quality of user who is engaging with the ad at a higher level. So I wonder how much of a premium they would be willing to pay for that, whether it double or triple the amount that they would pay for a regular ad?
1: All right. So let's say if some of my clients, they are paying, they are paying a huge amount of uh, advertising dollars. Conversion rate is roughly about 0.2%. If we can increase the engagement or uh, conversion from 0.2% to 0.5% or 1% by giving extra 30% premium, I, I don't think that's a problem or or up to, even up to 50% of a premium i think that uh, that would help them not only to drive better engagement but also when it comes to, comes to sales engagement increase of their sales acquisition that is something that we are uh, really excited about
0: yeah so so we've talked about some of these problems so there's a lot of spam consumers are presented with irrelevant ads then they potentially also lose control of their private data. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't really talked about the private data side of this. I mean, now as private data uh, is in the news lately with Facebook, and I'm sure everyone has been getting their emails about updated terms of services from the new, all the websites updating their terms of services. And then with the EU uh, changing their guidelines that companies need to follow for. Sharing data, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it seems like this is a hot topic right now, and everyone's talking about it. So, how is this topic of private data relevant in this context of the data which is uh, shown to end users, you know, visitors of websites, but then also what data is uh, stored about the types of ads that certain users click on or follow? Can you comment on that?
1: Sure, sure. As you have mentioned, you know, there's problem with, uh, recent data issues from you, from big companies like Facebook and with the Congress. So what we intend to do is exactly, you know, we're trying to solve all kinds of these problems with cookies tracking. Nowadays, if, if you are tracked by cookies, then all these programmatic buys just track down all your browsing experiences and if you have clicked through a certain type of or search through certain type of categories, it always continues to give you back the same thing. Through our noise platform, gauge with our uh, cognitive ad, all the conversations uh, will be put down into your blockchain. Every personal data will be encrypted. The rest of the, say, uh, per click or intent, the time, the number of engagement, those will be also in blockchain. But at the same time, the user will have full control of how the data will be being used. So advertisers, if they have delivered token to the user, they they can only use it for a single purpose. Rather than you know, at this moment, it's unknown. You are not able to control where your data are being used, or maybe it could be re- reselled to someone else. So uh, the underlying of a blockchain we're uh, writing on Hyperledger. And that technical part, we can talk talk a little bit more in details later on.
0: Yeah, sure. So we could talk about now the the hybrid proof of engagement system, which is sort of at, at the core of the Noise Chain protocol. So how does it work? Yeah, we, we you briefly touched on it. So it it verifies in a way that it's the person viewing the ad is uh, not a bot, and so. What type of research are you doing and what type of challenges are you facing in this area to verify this uh, proof of engagement concept? Because that that's a unique term. So could you comment a little bit on this proof of engagement?
1: All right, sure. So we, we are using a perfect combination of uh, both AI and blockchain. So I'll first talk about the AI side. The AI side is... is we're actually using a lot of uh, natural language processing, uh, able to identify whether, for example, if a bot is coming in and just basically putting in a bunch of symbols versus to, as a human, that will be putting in languages or answering questions that is by answering the right questions by falling through a process rather than just you know, random numbers or uh, just by going through clicks. So the AI bot that we're building will be able to prevent all the frauds or traffic bots or click bombs that is coming through. in. And on the other side, what we are trying to do is to introduce a new type of payment, which is called cost per intent. So the client can pay by intent, pay per intent, rather than just pay by clicks in the old days. So if we have a conversation, say, hi, and then you would say, how are you? And then the bot would say, okay, here it's my first name, my last name. This is the product that I would like to engage. We are actually going through a very deep conversation. And at a certain, certain level, we have a principle that we believe that a conversion would go to maybe go through seven times to up to 15 times of intent in order to prove that that is a real person. So if someone just comes in and say hi and they left, or the AI bot comes in for two intents and left, we would not count as a payment. So the client can actually save a lot of uh, advertising dollars. And that's why previously we mentioned that we can offer a premium that the advertiser is willing to pay because they are actually engaging in a deeper level of natural language processing through our, our AI bot. And of course, you know, through a conversation, uh, the users they are not comfortable. We can always engage with a hybrid mode that they can go go to a customer service center as well. So there's one one part of the AI. The other side is a decentralized blockchain network. That what we are intend to do is to put all the interactions, the engagement, the conversations, have a timestamp. You know, have it put it into a blockchain so that allow all the both the advertisers and the publishers, as well as the users to anytime go through the details that who are engaging and who are not engaging in a certain particular type of ad campaigns. So that would increase the confidence level of the advertiser and allow them to understand that this is a real person, real engagement. The problem with the market right now is that many of the publishers are not... You know they're afraid to tell tell the advertisers or tell anyone that all the traffic or majority of the traffic is actually from QuickPalm or from the bots, right? Because if, if they say so, then advertisers will be upset and say, "Hey, you should give me a refund." Mm-hmm. But with all the, the blockchain timestamp, you know everything will be transparent. I think in long term, publishers will be happy because they get more transparency on the real traffic and then they get more quality customers coming back and repeating. And with that sort of data, they are also willing, they're also able to sell better quality ads to the advertisers as well. So there are multiple dimensions that is happening. Our challenge is how we can go through all these high volume of transactions through a blockchain network because we are not only running on single platform it's on a ad- advertising network that we have you know over several hundred million transactions every uh, on a daily basis so i think blockchain right now definitely our team will figure out that we cannot go on ethereum because you know we have to pay a lot of gas uh, there is a transaction time is very slow and that's why we have come up with um, using hyperledger to build an uh, open source blockchain that we can handle high trend, high transactions without paying gas fees, and that definitely would be great to have my CTO to join in and talk more a little bit more about the technology side.
0: Okay, sounds good. Mm. We'd love to have him on to discuss yeah. the technological side. I'm not a developer, so I'm probably not mm-hmm. in the best position to uh, comment or ask him questions about the technical side of things. But maybe we could discuss having uh, Dennis on. Mm -hmm. our CTO, and he could prepare some questions, but we can discuss that at a later date. So tell me about the app that will be the interface through which the publishers, the advertisers, and the end users interact with the noise chain platform.
1: So majority of the interaction will be on within the banner. You will see these banners on display advertising, on mobile advertising, But once you engage, if you want to withdraw the tokens, the tokens will be basically on your, on our noise wallet. So noise wallet is basically our wallet that you can do different exchange and redemptions. And also the cognitive app is not only on the display and mobile side, but also within the noise wallet, we can continue to chat. So the brands can have both On the internet advertising banner and within our app on iOS and Android, that they can continue, the users can actually continue to chat and redeem tokens within the mobile application. So that is what what we intend to do, because we believe that the future of advertising is not only about clicking banners, but once you're connected directly to the advertisers, we can airdrop new tokens or content or different types of communications in the future. So that's why on our Noise wallet, we allow also redemption, exchange, and also chat. And continue the conversation of data exchange. So so that is what we have done.
0: And how would a user who engages with an ad on a third-party website who hasn't yet registered with Noise, how would they obtain their wallet and login information. So if it's a user who is not part of the noise ecosystem yet, hasn't yeah. downloaded the wallet, but they're on a third party website and they see this chat bot in the banner and they say, yeah. hey, oh, I'm going to engage with it. I'm going to you know, uh, type in a response and maybe purchase something or learn more about an advertisement because it catches my interest. And then how do you then get the user how do you then transfer the tokens to that user? without uh, have? Would you have to have them first register? And how would that process look like?
1: So everything happens within the chat. So the the advertising banner, we have a chat and if, say, go through the, all the conversation. And then once he starts to uh, get the token, we'll prompt and say, you, uh, we'll direct him to the app download. So they, they would have to download our mobile wallet. And then once they download the tokens, will will be in the wallet. But we'll do the KYC there, for at least once. We need to know, make sure, ensure the user is a real user rather than a bot uh, trying to fake all the conversations and redeem the tokens of the advertiser. So, so that will be done on a mobile application, and the conversation will drive them through and allow them to walk through the download process as well.
0: Sure, if they have incentive to earn something, yes. they'd, they'd be willing to exactly. go through that registration process. If,
1: exactly, if exactly. There.
0: And then through that, you would then get their relevant data, and you could use that as another metric to categorize. You know what type of consumer they are, uh, their interests. You have their country information, uh, their location, and and that's also useful information. Uh, to have about a user their age, their gender, all those uh, important statistics in which you could obtain through the KYC process.
1: Exactly, that's right. So one more point I would like to add is um, the social impact side of the token economics. We believe that once the to- it's an exchange of data from the user and advertiser, you uh, advertise by giving out tokens, they are actually receiving data but at the same time, when a user is redeeming a coupon or a token, the token goes to a social impact and will collect all the social impact funds. And users will be able to choose or vote for what kinds of social impact that they would like to involve. For example, if they are looking for environmental or orphanage, or they care more about the ocean or the climate change, so those are the things that we can allow the users to choose. Uh, we can also allow the advertisers and publishers to choose what kinds of charity foundation that they would like to support. So here you know, we are turning all the fraud dollars into social impact. The advertiser did not pay more. The publishers did not receive less in terms of profits. Users, you know, they gain trust and also gain engagement with the advertiser by doing charity donation. So that also helps the advertiser because, as a user, if you hold the token by redeeming the token, you're actually doing good to the community and the society.
0: Yeah, that's and 10% of the tokens of the noise tokens are for the charitable foundation. Yes. So that's is that 10% of the tokens will be able to be just gifted to various social impact, or is that a separate? Or is, wouldn't you say charitable foundation is that like a uh, foundation controlled by noise or is that the
1: same no thing? it would be it'll be out uh, foundation outside charity foundations not controlled by us
0: So then uh, the upcoming dates is the version one point point one of the platform which is the uh, q four 2018 and that yes. will have a few select advertisers mm-hmm. who will have the cognitive ad banners on their websites and have you already confirmed a list of who these advertisers will be and have you started reaching out to them and what is the uh, response been and about willingness from advertisers to adopt this?
1: We we will have an um, advertiser launching sometime in June that um, our sales team will be reaching out and the response is overwhelming. It's very exciting because it's a, it's a new type of engagement. Our challenge, it's definitely, we see huge opportunity, but our challenge is that when it comes to the loyalty points of the client, there comes not only advertising. It also brings in the client's CRM, the loyalty program, the IT of the client. And that's why we are now making it more user friendly so that we can Allow the client to convert the loyalty points into our tokens, and then we'll give different. We'll have a dashboard allowed the use uh, the advertisers to convert into different values. So that 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 is our, I think, the most uh, fundamental businesses that we are already working on in terms of cognitive ad, the AI chatbot within the ad, the the blockchain, er, everything that's good to go. So hopefully within this year we will see different launches around the market
0: okay and then the next milestone is the uh, version 1.0 in first quarter of 2019 and that mm-hmm. will allow certain advertisers and publishers to begin interacting with the ad exchange so that so that launch version 1.0 will be for the ad exchange and then
1: yes and and we are now, at the moment, test, testing with uh, several publishers, making sure every, everything is going smooth. So we have tested three publishers on the technology side, so before ma- rolling out mass- massively. So we have to just go through all the technical, making sure that it pops up on mobile, it pops up on different display. And we have done different prototypes and also MVP already.
0: So you guys have invested quite a bit of time and also resources into developing the project and it's pretty far along at the current stage. And that's kind of unique because the token sale is uh, approximately a month from now. And you've already invested quite a bit in the development uh, of the product. So the token sale is going to be in a month from now. Yes. How has the... Reception been from the community, and what are in the token sale? You're planning to raise a soft cap of fifteen thousand ETH and a hard cap mm-hmm. of sixty thousand.
1: Yes, so far we have received very positive feedbacks from the community and from from uh, our early angel investors. Uh, we're kick-starting our private sale next week, and. The development that we've been working through is because we have been in the industry and our team with our chatbot side, our AI, our mobile ad network, and our blockchain team will all come together that we see opportunities. The was prior to noise, it was more of a purely chatbots or purely ad network or purely on AI projects. But now it's more of a convergence of everything coming together and solving a bigger problem. And we see the issues that is happening in the market. And I think it's not only that our team find it interesting to see such a big fraud happening, which is bigger than ATM machine frauds or credit card frauds. And the community is also seeing the problems that it should, there should be some solutions that come out tackle the problem from advertisers, agencies, publishers, end users, Everyone feels really frustrated about it, and I do believe that by having noise to come out in the market, we'll make massive noise, and hopefully we'll be able to tackle all these issues one by one and having different partners to join force and help us to build a bigger platform.
0: Great. So yeah. before we end the call, and is there any other topics uh, that we should discuss today? We talked all about the product and the marketplace, and I think we discussed all of the the main points of the the product and the benefits of it. But is, is there anything that we missed that we should include?
1: I think you know to to summarize for all the token flows, uh, the token flows through our advertisers, the token flows through publishers, and also the user. And we we are very with high expectation because the reason why advertisers would use our token is basically they are able to engage with real users through our cognitive ad. They can have a better ROI in terms of conversions and also interactions and engagement. And that we are also on, on the same type, uh, same side that we ha- I haven't mentioned is actually advertisers are coming into us and going through a dialogue management. Because what we can do is we can go through A/B testing of a certain dialogues. Say for example, if this is a BMW uh, campaign or ad, we can have a certain dialogue for test drive. We can have a dialogue for buying this car, or we have a dialogue for going to a BMW event. So dialogue management is something that we can do testing and see how the engagement can increase by uh, having a perfect scenario by going through AI formation. So that, that is for advertiser. For user, now they have more control over the, their own data. They get rewards, they feel more incentivized, and they are more targeted instead of just prompting with programmatic ads. And the last part is, of course, the uh, publishers, now they have more accurate marketing data They can avoid all the fraud traffics and they can have a very transparent blockchain platform for them to manage all the traffic in long term. So this is an overall summary that I really look forward to share more with the community, with the industry, and hopefully we can get to more details in the upcoming uh, programs with you as well.
0: Yeah, we'd love to have you on again for another episode yeah. after your first milestones are reached and yeah. in, at following the first release. And listeners can go to noisechain.com. It's spelled N-O-I-Z chain.com And join the Telegram channel. And there's also a bounty. So for users who want to participate in the Noise Chain ecosystem and obtain some of the tokens that can help discuss Noise chain and participate in some of the bounties where noise tokens are being offered as a reward. Uh, the bounty is currently live on alpha.bounty0x.io. Uh, there will be a link to where to join the bounty program in the show notes uh, below, and also a link to the website and Telegram channel for a Noise Chain. And Andy, thank you for coming on the show today. It was a pleasure speaking to you about uh, Noise Chain, and we're looking forward to... Hearing and seeing it develop over the next couple months.
1: Thank you so much, Angelo. Looking forward to talk to you soon.
0: Thanks. Bye.
1: Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bounty Zero X podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast below. Check out BountyZeroX.io, the number one bounty hunting platform where you can complete work and earn cryptocurrency. Please consult your professional financial investment and tax advisors before making any investment in initial coin offerings. BountyZeroX does not provide investment or financial advice and does not endorse or recommend investment in any ICOs advertised on the Bounty X podcast or website.